Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. It's been a good week. It was my birthday week, and I turned 67 years old. Hard to believe that I've been on this planet for over six decades. And as I look back over my life, I wondered, why am I where I am today? And I believe that it's because of my faith and my ability to try to do what is right for my health and for my life. And that's what I challenge you to do this week and the coming days is to do what is right for your life and for your health. For me, that means following a philosophy of life known as Christianity. Now, I know that some people hear that word and they backtrack from it because people in the name of Christianity have done some horrible things over the years and people have not perfectly lived out their faith. But not living out your faith perfectly is not a denunciation of that faith. I would say that about any faith. Any person who is an inherent to a religion or a philosophy who is truly trying are at times going to miss the mark of their teachings. But what do they do after that? Do they carry on? Do they throw their hands up? Do they say it's all hogwash and throw it away? Or do they get up the next day and they start over again and go forward? And that's what I think we're missing today. We're missing the point that Perfection is not something we have, nor that we gain overnight. Completion is not something that happens overnight. Completion only comes at the end, the end of a math problem. When you solve it and you put down the final answer, that's the completion of the problem. If you're planting and you're watering and then you're harvesting, that's the completion of that cycle of planting, cultivating, and harvesting. Everything goes in cycles and then comes to completion, and so it is with life. And within that life, we're going to have many seasons, and some seasons are going to be better than others. But I really want to challenge you this week. What, what are you really doing with your life? Are you listening to the radio all the time like I used to do in the news? And did it make your blood boil because, man, that president did something wrong, or this senator said something bad, or that talk show host really got under my skin, or that newscaster was really wrong. Why why are you even listening to that? Do they really live where you live? Now, I know it's important to know what's going on in the world, and I know that it's important to believe something and to stand up for that belief. But it's not important to force it on everybody else through means of laws and demonstrations and even physical violence. There is no need to do that. The best way to show people is to live it yourself. Live it to its fullest. Live all the tenets of whatever it is you believe. I think for many times, I'll use my own faith background as an example, as we've talked about all these good things that should be done. But we talk more about the things that shouldn't have been done. And rather than being out there among the people doing good things, such as helping the homeless, helping widows and orphans, like they first did, because most universities in the United States were founded by religious organization for the purpose of educating the masses. Hospitals were formed by the same entities, religious entities, so that people could be healed. But we got away from that, and we decided that we had to make everybody Christian. Well, I got news for you. No matter how much you present the gospel, and this may irritate some of my Christian friends, not everybody's going to accept it. God made that clear in the scripture. 
because Jesus said He desired that none be lost. By saying that, He knew that some people would not accept His way. He knew it when He told the disciples to go out, and if they came to a village and they were accepting of Him, then great. And if they had a house to stay in, they were accepting great. But if there was nowhere to stay and nobody accepted Him, dust the dust off your sandals and move on. Now, that doesn't mean God couldn't save those people at some other time. But it's not up to us. It's up to us, just like a farmer that goes out into the field to plant the seed, to weed it every once in a while when we need to, helping people see and ourselves see when we get things growing in our lives that shouldn't be there, and water it, give it food, like we need food for our physical bodies. We need food for our spirit. And we as Christians rely on the Word of God for that. Others rely on other philosophies or teachings for theirs. But the important thing is, you've got to do it. There was Aesop's fable. I'm pretty sure it was Aesop's. I've tried to find it, and I can't find it. But it was about the farm boy. And I've told this story before, but he went in to town every Saturday. And when he would go into town, he had look at the statue that the people had made. And the statue was of the man on a wagon who was going to come to town and make everything right and solve all the problems. And this young man would look at that statue every time he went into town. And he would think on it. And when he would go back out of town and he would concentrate and think, I wonder what that man is like. I wonder what he's going to do. I wonder how he's going to fix things. And then one day a strange thing happened. This young man went into town riding on the wagon and all of a sudden the people look up and they go, it's him. And he's like, him who? And then he realized they thought that he was the man in the statue. And why did they think that? because he had taken on the characteristics of the man in the statue, and he was coming into town on a wagon. And I believe that's what we do as Christians. If we really want to have an impact on this world, we don't yell and scream at people and tell them they're going to go to hell and tell them that they're lost and they're wrong and all of these things that we've traditionally done. Now, I'm not saying people aren't doing wrong things. I'm not even saying I don't even do wrong things in a given week. What I'm saying is... To tell people about the wrong things they're doing is not the right thing, but it's to look and think on Jesus and act so like Jesus that like that young man that came into town, oh, they'll see Jesus. Or they'll be like the disciples when it was said of them that these men have been with Jesus. That's what we need to do. We need to look at them and know that they're a soul. They're not a sinner that's lost. They're a soul that's lost. And they need to see Jesus. And many times, they don't see Jesus in our words, but they can see Jesus in our life. And that's what I hope all of you that listen to this Christians are, or whatever your philosophy is, maybe you can get people to see the goodness. And even if I believe that Jesus is the way of salvation, I can't help but believe that if we would live the good parts of our philosophy for those of you that don't follow my faith, the world would be a lot better place because in each philosophy and religion that I've read, there is a belief about being charitable and loving, about taking care of those that are less fortunate. And if we all did that, the world would be a better place. So I hope maybe this week that's what you can think of and help make the world a better place because you have become more of a living example of the one or the way that you say you follow. May you have blessing protection, and favor as you go through your next week. And I will be back again next weekend.